time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. It is Monday, October 26th. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. December Gold once again withstood aggressive attacks on Friday and Sunday evening during the prime paper gold trading hours that took the price below $1,900 once again, only to bounce back above that ledger with the gold derivative grading at 1901 on Sunday evening. December Silver has been trading in correlation with the yellow dog, although the price swings are bigger. The Mining Stock Journal said that the monthly BIS financial reports reported showed that the Central Bank of Central Banks conducted gold swaps at a record level in September. This makes three months in a row in which the BIS increased its gold swap activity to all-time high levels, thereby making deliverable physical gold available to bullion banks for delivery to entitled buyers. The Mining Stock Journal said that fact, combined with the report that China is now sourcing gold directly from mining companies in Africa and South America, is reflective of the degree to which the amount of physical gold that is available to be delivered to buyers who demand ex-local delivery has become scarce. The Mining Stock Newsletter went on to say that it expects a huge move higher in gold, silver, and the mining stocks between now and year-end, a move that will take most observers and analysts by surprise. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a quick moment, but first, a mention of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website, westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Rio 2 announced today it has achieved another milestone towards the development of its Phoenix Gold project located in Chile by being granted provisional easement rights to surface land owned by the government. The easement rights cover 843 hectares of land that are required for the construction and operation of the Phoenix Gold Mine as defined in the pre-feasibility study. This constitutes an important milestone for the company and the project and Rio's Chilean subsidiary, Phoenix Gold Limitada, as it has now has unencumbered access to the surface land for all of its mine installations and infrastructure, which is a key element for the permitting process of the and construction and operation of the project. Current guidance for the timing and development of Phoenix Gold project is for pre-construction and lead equipment orders to commence in Q2 of next year and first gold production is targeted for the second half of 2022. Rio2 trades on the TSX Venture with RIO and on the OTCQX with RIOFF. Tudor Gold released results from the fourth set of diamond drill holes at their flagship property, Treaty Creek, located in the Golden Triangle of Northwestern British Columbia. 
All nine of the recent drill holes have successfully intersected the Gold Storm system, expanding the mineralization to the northeast and southeast, as well as to depth. The best intercept reported today is 1,152 meters, grading 0.741 grams per ton gold equivalent. Other results included 0.595 grams per ton gold equivalent over 1,338 meters and one half gram per ton gold equivalent over 1,218 meters. Diamond drilling continues with six drill rigs currently working on the Gold Storm Zone, which is on trend with Seabridge's KSM project five kilometers to the southwest. Tudor Gold trades on the TSX Venture with TUD. Galway Metals reported assay results from drilling on the west and the east sides of the richer zones of the company's Clarence Stream project in southwest New Brunswick, Canada. Results included 9.7 grams per ton gold over 15 meters, including 267 grams per ton gold over a half meter. The company says these results further confirm that the Jubilee, Richard, and George Murphy zones are part of the same mineralizing system that extends two and a half kilometers. Galway trades on the TSX Venture with GWM. Chicana Copper reported drill results from four additional holes completed at the Paloma East target at the expanded Soledad project in Ancash, Peru. These results are part of a Phase 3 drill program, a fully funded 15,000-meter drill program that started in August. Phase 3 is testing a tight cluster of high-grade, gold-enriched tourmaline breccia pipe targets within the high-priority Paloma area. It will then continue onto the Juan Carama breccia complex. Highlights from today's release included 0.34 grams per ton gold and 0.36% copper over 226 meters, and 0.16 grams per ton gold and 2.27% copper over 6.35 meters. Drilling is currently underway at Paloma West, where 11 holes have been completed thus far. Chicana Copper trades on the TSX Venture with PERU and on the OTCQB with CHKKF. Northern Lights Resources provided an exploration update on their Secret Pass Gold project in Arizona. Work completed by Northern Lights indicates that historic drilling has only tested the upper part of the potential epithermal gold zone at the Tin Cup and FM prospects. Historic reverse circulation exploration drilling completed at Tin Cup intersected high-grade gold mineralization from near surface to a maximum depth of approximately 180 meters. The average depth of the 145 historic holes completed on the Secret Pass property was 95 meters. Assay results from the historic drilling at Tin Cup range up to 40 grams per ton gold. Northern Lights has planned an initial 8-hole, 1,600-meter diamond core drill program at Secret Pass to commence immediately upon the company receiving the required exploration and drill permits that are currently in process. The initial phase one drill program will focus on confirming the presence of high-grade gold mineralization identified by historic drilling and providing structural information as well as to test for the potential of continued mineralization at depth at Tin Cup. Northern Lights trades on the Canadian Securities Exchange with the symbol NLR. 
That's it from us here this morning on The Briefing. We have some corporate commentary and interviews to share with you later in the day, so please be sure to tune into that. Hit that subscribe button if you have not done so already. And if you'd be too kind, please provide a review of the show on your service you use to get your daily rundown news briefings and all of our episodes. Your feedback is always important. Mining Stock Daily is distributed over a dozen different networks throughout the world and in proud partnership with the Junior Mining Network. It is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.